We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded and pay our respects to Aboriginal elders past, present and emerging. The Vale Podcast, leading the way thanks to Robin Vale Leading Appliances. Now, this podcast is going to be an ever-evolving beast, and we kind of expected it to be. What we didn't expect was to hear the amount of amazing stories that we've heard so far. So we're going to add almost bonus episodes, but call it the Vale Story Time. There's a few to come. first one is with Dustin Fletcher. He's a 400-game AFL legend, possibly one of the greatest defenders of our generation, and one of the baby bombers. From the Essendon Football Club, welcome to the Vale, Dustin Fletcher. Very lucky to be joined today by 417 games? Uh, just a 400. 400. 400 on the dot. 400, 400 game veteran Dustin Fletcher. Thank you very much for coming in. No worries. Thank Thanks you. for coming to Rombale. Yeah, no, it's been um, just drive into town and there's kids absolutely running amok and yep. loving life, so it's um, fantastic to see. Yeah, lucky you weren't here half an hour ago when they were all inside. Oh, yeah. Team photos. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Team yeah. photos tonight. So. Oh, very good. And we've also got uh, El Presidente. Phil Lamartina is at the table as well. Welcome, Phil. Thank you. And we'll hear from Phil a little bit later on. He's a he's a local drag star yeah, as well, like a legend. On Tondra <laughs> intended. Now, um, I'll let Donny take the lead on this. Right. Let's so start at 1993. I would suggest. 93 was your debut year. Obviously, the Baby Bombers that year. Uh, so there's some pretty good names. You had Heard, uh, Alessio was in there. Uh, Mercedes, uh, Mercedes, McCurry, Wanganine, yeah. Uh, what a team. Hardwick. Hardwick. Yeah, yeah, now he's gun coach, obviously, for the Tigers. So uh, we were meant to win the flag that year, obviously. But when he says out, we, yeah. uh, I'm actually Colin. a prize supporter, mm. but anyway. But um, we were meant to win it, come out, and just got on a wave and obviously won it. So that would have been great for you guys that year. Yeah, it was, and I think, you know, Tim Watson came back that year, Kevin Chetty went out, as he did, and got Tim, Tim Watson back to play, and, you know, we started that year at one, one win, I think, sort of five losses, so it was a great start, and a draw in between that, too, so it wasn't a great start, but, um, you know, once a young young boy's got a bit of confidence, and we got confidence through, I suppose, Kevin Chetty putting us in, in a young age, and, um, and as you said, by about round six, you know, we started to get going, and, um, you know, the rest history. Yeah. Won the premiership, and, um, as a 17, 18 year old, it was, was, was amazing. Yeah. I suppose everyone wants to know what the secret was that year. Like, with um, not as much experience as you would imagine another team would have, you know, they're called the Baby Bombers. What, 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 was, what was the secret ingredient that year that just made it click? I don't know. Like, because it's, it's interesting to, you know, note even in our football club, you know, a lot of the juniors that come through, even at that 17, 18 year old age group that play in that senior. Um, team seem to not have that confidence or they feel that they don't belong yeah you know like how did how did how did yeah i think the big biggest one you know i believe was was kevin sheedy as coach he installed into us you know you're not here just to play footy you're here to play finals and to tell 17 18 year old kids that takes a while to sort of believe but and then i think there was you know fear of failure yeah these young well young kids me at the time we didn't fear we didn't really know what it was, you know yeah. what I mean? So you get out and you play footy and you have fun, no attacking, fear. Yeah. no fear. And I think we did have some good older guys, you know, Mark Harvey, Bomber Thompson, yeah. Gary yeah. O'Donnell, you know, Chris yeah. Danaher. Yeah. They were some pretty special guys, Tim Watson yeah. back, and Paul Salmon. Yeah. yeah. So um, our top seven or eight older guys and mature players were, were fantastic. Yeah. And as I said, 
Um, we lost a few end of 92, Anthony Danner, and there are a few retired. Um, but we kept the older ones that we needed, and then, as I said, the young ones, we just played footy and had yeah. fun. And yeah. it, it was pretty simple, really. And do you feel that um, it was interesting, listen to a AFL 360 just the other night, the scrutiny that players, I think, feel that they can be under, especially with social media these days, is it that is that the struggle? Like... Yeah, yeah. There's, there's everyone's no, everyone's an expert. You're probably yeah. fortunate. And their opinion. Didn't have social media back then. Yeah, so. well, there's no mobile phones. Yeah, no, was, we only spoke about Jay's the other yeah, day. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. You'd go to a nightclub when we grew up, and there was. You, you could get up to mischief, but no one knew about it. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which yeah, was great. It's just but pathetic. Yeah. yeah, it is. And you know, when I '93, you, you look back to the media. There were there would have been. Someone said to me the other day there would have been 25 people in the media. Really <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. it was, a, it was yeah. a really close-knit community. Yeah. Everyone knew Each everyone, other. and yeah. everyone knew the players then too. Yeah, that's so, right. Like, we'd be walking off training, and you'd be doing an interview on the way off training. That's just how that was it was. Yeah. Now there's only there's, there's over 750 yeah. accredited yeah. media people yeah. involved in, in football. So to get, a sto- to get a story, to get a first, to get an exclusive, yeah. um, whatever it might be, you know, yeah. in, they, yeah. they so go So you, you would... Obviously, I owe a lot to Kevin Sheedy and what he'd done for over your career, but I dare say he'd done that for most of the players coming through. You know, most of them turn into coaches now, so you know, obviously you had the right ingredient and the right culture there at the time to make it work. And like you said, the fear, fear of failure, you didn't have it as a young bloke. You know, I, know when I, I was playing footy and I was a kid, you back back into a pack, not yeah. worrying. But as you get older, you have kids, you got a job, yeah. Yeah, you start right. to think, oh, you know, I don't want to get hurt yeah. now, and you know, I'm at the end of my career, and yeah, but. The Kevin probably. Sheedy, sorry, the Kevin Sheedy School of Apprentices has obviously worked really yeah. well. So, but in his final years as a coach, and he got sacked. Yeah. What what changed? Was it the culture or the game? Because when you look at that '93, like the the game of the '90s, and you look at the game now, do oh. you do you watch the game now? Yeah, be I, honest. I, yeah, I still watch. I'm still involved at, at Essendon and, and and still watch footy. Um, I must admit, I, I like the game, and a lot of people do. They like yeah. it back then yeah. when you know you had a, a Glenn Jackovich, Wayne Carey, oh, yeah, centre yeah. forward, centre. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you had. You know, I had to play on Jason Dunstall, and I was. Did you ever play on Gary Ablett? Gary Ablett, I played on yeah, quite a few times, and you knew I I played for you know it was two hours of just doing your best, and at the end of the day, you knew if you won a lot, you know, but in that in that battle, you know, I look back to Paul Hills and um, Peter Matera. Yeah. He used to line up pretty well on Peter Matera, who was an absolute champion yeah. on the wing. So they had their battles. So you don't get that as much now, do you? No. I suppose the six midfielders. I suppose the, the the biggest question would be. Would you be able to play now, four hundred games in the modern era? You know what? I, I reckon I probably would. For the fact is, um, it, it, it's a different game. You know, you probably not even though it is heavily scrutinised. Like mm. as a backman, I found my last seven or eight years of footy reasonably oh, not sound like it, yeah. no, not too yeah. bad really yeah. because you know what happened? I didn't play on one person the whole day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right. Like five so or six yeah. different players. Mm. So at the end of the game, sometimes. The scrutiny wouldn't be as bad because I wasn't as though I played on one person and he. It wasn't. You played. You've done your job. Yeah, actually, yeah, you played your role. Yeah. Yeah. Dusty, I actually social media again through Facebook. I see that Pittard that's gone to Kangaroos yeah. said that uh, Gary Ablett Senior and Jason Dunstall, who was oh Tony Lockett, sorry. Yeah. Wouldn't get a kick in the era of football now. Oh, I was like, rubbish. Mate, oh, mate, that's come from a bloke that can't get a kick now anyway, yeah. I think, anyway, because he's pretty ordinary. So ball, he's got no accreditation to actually say something like that. But for me, a champion's a champion. They'll get a yeah. kick in any, any And era. it's like Don Bradman. Now, Don exactly. Bradman now, he's yeah. going to be a champion as he was. They could be a Steve Smith to him, but I still think 
Yeah. Steve Smith's not no Ned Dom Roberts. Yeah. So, no, that, know, that's a big call though, isn't it? Yeah. By um, by someone who. Is it true? Another fun fact. That Dom's if fun you facts. played every game from your debut season, '93, to the day you finish, you would have played. If you didn't have any injuries and were available every game, you'd have played 517 games. Yeah, I think it's 500. Yeah, 521 or 517 yeah, games. That. There was the oddest, odd suspension in there, so yeah. uh, we can <laughs> minus we can minus about 18, and then yeah. I think I averaged through 23 seasons about 19 games. Oh, awesome. I'd have to do my maths, yeah. but so, I think it's around then. But um, it's a pretty your body's pretty durable then. You didn't have many injuries, or you did and you could play through them, so your pain threshold must be pretty good too. Yeah, I always thought, you know, I mustn't have, you know, hammies or calves or quads, yeah. but um, I think at times I felt like I had a strained hammy or a strain quad, but you sort of just, I never tore one off the bone or anything yeah. like that, but, um, you know, I've had 17 operations, so I've had, you know, still had reasonable operations, but not, you know, a reconstruction or not yeah. a 12 month injury. So yeah. that definitely helped my career, but um, you need a little bit of luck. And um, again, I think playing full back too, yeah. um, I didn't have the, you know, on ball where you just, mm. you get crunched. Crunch. Crunch. Speaking yeah. of that, um, just in the media, Recently, there's been a lot of talk about the concussion and the illness that comes later, particularly in the NFL and the research they've done there. Yeah. Have you seen that amongst your peers from the 90s and the early 2000s? Have you noticed any behavioural changes? Because they're now saying it's, you know, this the concussion sickness yeah. is something they can't diagnose. I, I have, and, and, and through, um, and I'm, you know, good friends with John Barnes, who's, yeah. who's going through that Barnes at the moment. Yeah. And, um, you know, his... You know his career for a long time, and you know, you know, Sean Smith, and I think Greg Williams, who, yeah. mm. who I know reasonably well as well. So to sort of see them sort of go through through it, and um, you know, Barnes is, you know, it's quite sad to see Barnes at the yeah. moment. He's, he's been actually quite sick, and and that comes back to to these head knocks. So yeah. um, I think it's a great thing we're doing now with regard to really, you know, looking after it. And, yeah. Um, and you know, like you know, the young um, St Kilda player McCartan. Yeah. Just, you know, guys that are. are Falling out of, out of footy due to that. Yeah, well, even so. on uh, two weeks ago, Roughhead from Collywood yeah. thought, got a concussion, mm. thought he was still at the Western Bulldogs. Mm. Yeah, and I was yeah. actually amazed that he played the following week because yeah. usually they're pretty cautious yeah. on that. And, and I think, you know, I've, you know, I've been knocked out in games and sort of couldn't remember at times which way I was going yeah. and yeah. you had know, to be sort of straightened up. And, and back then it was just, oh, you know, know, you'll be right, yeah. bad luck. Yeah. 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 You've probably been knocked out oh. a few times. And <laughs> that's what you taught as a trainer too, yeah. like as a sp yeah. on this hard sports trainer, you taught, you know, if they're off. Take the week off and they'll be right. Yeah. Rain's come. Yeah. Um, and the week coffees will be happy. Adrian yeah. Aaron's out there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just yeah. one of those things. And, and now everyone's because, a lot more cautious. Yeah, because, but yeah. do you think moving forward, we're going to see in the next five years, say, everyone has to wear helmets? Do you think it'll be a mandatory thing or not? Um, I'm not sure because I, I still think the study behind the helmets is so not justified. is not 100. Yeah. Yeah. yet. They say that you know helmets, you know, they sort of they do help, but they can't get a. You know, does it help that much? Yeah. And but if even and the NFL guys who wear hard helmets, yeah, are having the same. But there's thing. even yeah. leagues, not our league, but leagues in the Central Murray Swan Hill leagues are, are compulsory for their juniors to wear helmets. Yeah, it's and been that, like that for years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and that so, does, you know, that's yeah. if, if that's the way it is, you know, that's fine. Yeah, they're, they're still out there playing footy and, and yeah. enjoying it. So, yeah. um, but I'm not sure you, you will see it, but. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a different game now. Yeah. Isn't it? From I watched a game the other day on might have been an old Foxtel game. Yeah. Scotty Lucas, when he was in the back line for a year or two, um, he got the ball at sort of in the back pocket, and I remember I was calling for the handball. And cut a long story short, he kicked it pretty much fair and square on the dead angle out of, yeah. out of bounds. It was a deliberate out of bounds like you've oh, never yeah. seen. Yeah. So you're and watching I, yourself in old games. Yeah, well that's <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. But the thing was, I was watching it with my kids, and, yeah. and Mason Max said deliberate. 
Is that deliberate? Is that deliberate? It was the most blatant deliberate yeah. I've ever yeah. seen. That yeah. it was just that's about just throwing. That's just the rules, how it's all changed. Yeah. And, um, yeah. As you can hear, we had some technical difficulties around this point in the interview, so we had to cut it short, unfortunately. Thanks to Pat Silco Silcox from Southern Cross Osteria for his help in production and trying to figure out those technical difficulties this week. Thanks also to the Robin Vale Euston Football Netball Club for their time with Dustin Fletcher. Make sure you give us a five-star review. Subscribe. The next story time is with Phil Lamartina. You don't want to miss that one. Believe me, that could be a series all on its own. Give us a five-star review on wherever you're getting your podcasts and make sure you subscribe. Thanks for listening to The Vale Podcast. Remember to support our sponsors and shop local.